This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 78 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, Equine Love 2010. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Equestrian Collections brings a whole universe of equestrian shopping to your fingertips. Visit them at equestriancollections.com. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, where weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hell, hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. So sit on down and laugh till your poop, cause it's time again for Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. This is Glenn the Geek. And this is Helena B. And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Valentine's Day, Helena. Well, thank you very much. Same to you. Oh, wasn't that a nice song I played all sappy and everything? Uh, please, the show notes say, yeah, play sappy Valentine music <laughs> here, and I'm still retching from the sugar. <laughs> that was Martina McRide, by the and way. It was sappy. <laughs> a little sappy for me, I think. But, uh, yeah. uh, but I thought you would like it, and I was trying to make this a very special Valentine's for you. Well, thank you very much. No, I absolutely hated it. <laughs> Sorry, Martina, no offense, but uh, no. That doesn't mean I don't like, you know, some sappy ballads. I mean, there, there are some winners out there, but that one just made me cringe. Well, you know, we're, we're doing this Valentine's episode, and we're recording it right after the Super Bowl. I don't know if you watched that at all. I watched some of the, the um, commercials. Okay, yeah, well, and they were pretty bad this year. I was disappointed in the commercials this year. I know. I, what happened to that? They used to be good. Now, but the halftime show, The Who, The Who were like, like old when I was young. And I'm not exactly young anymore. I know. It's like, oh, my God, where'd they dig? I didn't even know they were still alive. I was a little underwhelmed. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. Game I'm, was good, but... Uh... The game was good, yes. Yes, the game was good, but the entertainment was not so great. Well, let's get off of the Super Bowl and talk about uh, Valentine's. We, you know, this is always one of our favorite episodes every year. And we, 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 we just enjoy doing it so much, and we have some fantastic guests lined up today. Uh, you know, and we have just some fun stuff. We asked our listeners through Facebook and Twitter to, to do, you know, give us some responses and, and uh, you know, give us some input on d- different topics and some voicemails. And we have a couple of those for you to play today. So we just have a whole bunch of guests and voicemails and emails and fun stuff today. And I, I love to hear from our listeners and our Facebook friends and um, and talk about love. Well, you I mean you know me? I, you know it's funny because I don't like sappy things, but I'm probably the sappiest person I know. I know. That's just going to say you are. You're, you're you're kind of a dichotomy that way. I, I am. I, I know this. And you can I'm, be I'm that learning hard to... Italian on the surface and then crying your eyeballs out the next I minute. Know, so, I know. That's that's my sun sign. <laughs> they say it's because I'm a cancer. You know, hard and crusty on the outside all soft and mushy on the inside that's why we love you yeah thank you (laughs) um so i'm really excited to talk about what what makes people sparkle on the inside well that's what we'll be doing today and we have uh three guests to help us out 
Uh, one of them is, or a pair of them actually, are a couple who met on EquestrianCupid.com. Mm-hmm. And Equestrian Cupid was kind enough to, to track them down and, and ask if they would uh, chat with us. And I spoke to her yesterday, and she sounds like a lot of fun, and we're going to be giving them a call here shortly. And then we have Dr. Jen. Do you remember Dr. Jen, our, our um, Dr. Jen, who does the uh, tips for me on Horse Tip Daily? Yes. We've had her on this show before. She's, she does the soulmate coaching. Yes. And, and yes. has a happily ever after ranch. Yes, yes, yes. Well, we thought we'd get Dr. Who better than, than a PhD to get on with us to talk about the age-old question, do you marry a horse guy or not? Remember, we bring that up every Valentine's Day because it's, it's something that is that young equestrians think about, and we actually got an email or two about, too. Uh, so we're going to dispense some love advice today. Can you imagine that? Yes, I can. This is going to be so much fun. Well, you know, I am always dishing out some kind of advice to the girls at the barn, and, and they're young, and... And uh, so I like to, you know, I'm sort of the mama of the group and telling them what they should and shouldn't do. And, you know, they actually listen to me. They take my advice. Oh, that's scary. I know. Can you give me their number? (laughs) 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 And then we have back with us the immortal Uncle Jimmy from Uncle Jimmy's Hanging Balls. My second favorite person in the whole world. <laughs> he comes on with us every year on Valentine's Day and talks about his uh, company and what new products he has. And he has some hilarious new products this year. Oh, my gosh. Uh, he, uh, yeah, his new product made me laugh out loud for like 20 minutes today. <laughs> Not like 20 minutes, for 20 minutes. I'm well, still laughing about it. Well, he's, he's a great guy, too. He's a lot of fun, and we enjoy having him on every year. He's a cowboy and an airline pilot and, and, and invented this, these products that have just taken off and really taken the... The world now by storm, the equestrian world anyway. Well, they make good stuff. I mean, he's got a funny company. He's got a funny company, but behind all that laughter, they really make some good good products. Yes, they do. I'm very happy that he agreed to come back with us today. But we actually had a voicemail from a listener that I thought I'd throw on here because she wanted to to say uh, happy Valentine's here. So if you don't mind, we'll just uh, take a listen to this voicemail. And then we're going to be right back with more of the fun show ahead. This is Corey Nichols, and I'm calling from eventponies.com in New York and Ocala, Florida. And my best Valentine's Day was the birth of my daughter, Hattie. She'll be two years old this year, 2010, on February 14th. So I'm wishing her a happy birthday and a happy Valentine's Day to her and also my loving husband, Wally. Again, Happy birthday, Hattie. We love you. Oh, Isn't that nice? Oh, my gosh. She just made my year. How <laughs> nice. I love to hear love in people's voices. I know. And, she, and, her, and how cool that her daughter was born on Valentine's Day just two years ago. Oh, they must have so much fun decorating for her birthday. Yes. Yes, that's true. That's true. Well, we are going to get to our first guest, and we, we really only have one commercial for you today, and that's from our, our favorite company, Equestrian Collections. They have a new coupon code out for all of our Stable Scoop and, and Horse Radio listeners. When you're checking out, just type in Horse Radio, all one word, into the coupon code section, and you'll get $10 off your next order of $120 or more. And they have a ton of stuff right now in their closeout section at very discounted prices, some of it up to 70 or 80 off some really nice stuff too plus all the new products are starting to come in that are going to be in for spring the clothing lines and things like that you can find all of that on their homepage over there at equestrian collections so there's just a whole lot going on over there right now and they they are one of the most dynamic companies i try and keep up every you week can't. I, you can't i try and find stuff to talk about every week on the ads and there's always too much i can't fit it all in you know what you know what here i, I had this epiphany came to me the other day when it comes to equestrian collections i don't think about what they have i don't i don't keep up with their coupons and their sales and all that stuff or, or what brands they carry but when i need something it's the first place i go right they're always there in my back po- they're bookmarked they're always in my back pocket if i need something i know they're going to have it. That is invaluable. Well, so I mean, I don't have to keep up. There's so many other things that I need to keep track of in my life. You know, whether or not they carry a fleece-lined winter britches, they have it. If I need it, they have it. I love that about them. Well, there you go. There's a ringing endorsement from the sappy Italian. Sorry, is a bri- is bridge even a word? Breach. It's bridge. Breach. Breach. Well, you know, I've heard it both ways, actually. That's a whole show. Yeah, there we go. 
And Sorry. that's at equestriancollections.com. Check I think out I had too there. much Valentine's chocolate. I'm all shook it up. I thought about starting with the wine at lunchtime today because we recorded this show right after lunch. But um, I thought, well, I'm going to be sappy enough today. I don't really need all that. Yeah, I, I, couldn't, I can't indulge in wine. I indulged in chocolate instead. There you go. Well, we're going to get our first guests on the line here. And uh, the, this couple, Ronald and Rosemary Gaeta, I think it's pronounced, uh, were met on equestriancupid.com, and we'll hear about that. that. There's a storybook equestrian romance for you. And they had an equestrian wedding, too. So uh, we want to wow. check in with them, and we'll be right back. We're gonna, I'm going to play the second Valentine voicemail here, uh, actually right after our interview with them. But we're going to get them on right now. All right, we have Rosemary Gaeta with us today, and she has a really cool story to recount um, on how she and her husband got together. Um, you're both, well, first of all, let me just welcome you and say thank you for coming on the Stable Scoop Show and, and talking to us about your romance. You're welcome. Tell me about, now you're married, right? Yes, we got married um, a year ago, September 7, 2008, so it's a little over a year and a half now. Okay, and your husband's name is? Ronald. Ronald. He goes by Ron. Okay, now he's a horse person also, yes? Yes, he's been into horses about nine years, and I've been into horses about 35 years. And um, I did want to meet somebody that was into the horses if I was going to spend the rest of my life with him, because that's what I do in my spare time and on the weekends. And uh, most of the men I had met previously were not into horses and kind of looked at me like I had two heads when I told them that's what I do all week and is ride my horse. (laughs) I know that feeling. As they do, yeah, (laughs) yeah. So now, how did you meet your husband? I thought I'd go on Equestrian Cupid because I had tried Match.com, and like I said, I was meeting uh, men that were not into horses. And I said, well, if I'm going to meet somebody, I want somebody that's into what I'm into. So I saw that there were equestrian websites for dating service, and uh, Equestrian Cupid looked like a good one to go on, so I joined. And after about a year of being on Equestrian Cupid, I was getting a little discouraged because a lot of the men or cowboys that were were, uh, contacting me or emailing me were from um, Kentucky. And Oklahoma and Texas, which was nice, but you know, I wasn't um, too into um, um, overseas, um, sorry, out of state connection, you know. Right. It was long just, distance. How do you, to know somebody on a long distance relationship? It's kind of hard to really get to meet somebody. And you're from New Jersey, right? I'm from New Jersey, and there really aren't too many cowboys in no, New I was Jersey, say. so I wasn't. <laughs> Not the good no, kind. <laughs> I wasn't getting too much feedback. Um, from New Jersey cowboys, I was getting um, mostly, like I said, Western state uh, uh, male people calling me and just decided it was just not working for me. And then um, right toward the end of my, uh, I guess, my membership, uh, I was contacted by Ronald, who had only been on briefly, probably a couple weeks. And he, like myself, was looking for somebody that was into horses. A lot of women and a lot of men say they are into it or they like horses, but then when you get them out there, they don't even know how to saddle up a horse. So you kind of have to babysit them, which is not no <sighs> fun because you worry about them getting hurt or falling off. Or after half an hour riding, they're getting sore and they want to turn back. We go out for several hours at a time. And was he also from New Jersey then, too? Yes. Uh, it's funny. He was only 10 miles away from me. Oh, jeez. So oh, wow. Really close. <laughs> that and one was meant my to profile, happen. Yeah, he said it's almost scary because we sound like we have so much in common and similar backgrounds. Both he and I are from predominantly uh, city uh, city slickers, you know, city Italian family that the only horses that they know are probably the racetrack, you know, horses on the racetrack. <laughs> so um, as a kid, my family thought I would outgrow it, but when I turned 19 and was working full-time and supporting myself, I bought my own horse. I bought my first horse. And um, like I said, Ronald has been into it nine years. Him and his brother went on a um, cattle drive in Montana and came back and decided to buy horses. They fell in love with it. Oh, they, so. they, did, the tr- they did the real city slickers thing. <laughs> yep, they did the real city slickers thing. His brother is down here in North Carolina also. 
And they both came back, and a couple of weeks later, they contacted each other by phone, and one brother said, guess what I bought? And his brother <laughs> said, a horse. And my, my husband said, no, two. And he says, well, I bought a horse farm. The other brother bought a horse farm. So <laughs> they both been into, down here in North Carolina. So um, they've been into it for about nine years, and my husband bought two horses back then, and he still has one of the same horses now. And between the two of us, we have four horses. We have two that are two and a half, and we have two older horses. I have the mother of my colt, and he's got a Palomino gelding. And you used to ride, you used to do all kinds of riding, but you guys just trail ride now, right? Yeah, I used to show. I used to do reining. I used to do Western Pleasure. I used to barrel race. And um, I had a quarter horse stallion for 28 years. Um, and now I have his daughter, and now I have her son. So I have three generations. Wow. Wow. Are you still both... Um... In New Jersey, or have you moved down? You yes, said you were, we're North both Carolina. in New Jersey. Yes, we're both in New Jersey, but my husband is a retired police officer from Wayne, New Jersey, and we'd like to uh, move and retire down here in North Carolina by his brother, who has a big horse farm. We have some mm-hmm. property down here we'd like to build on, but we have to wait until we sell our properties you know, before we could move down here. And yeah. you had an equestrian wedding, too, didn't you? Oh, we had a wonderful wedding. My <laughs> husband wanted to get married on horseback, so he said, well, if we could pull it off, let's do it. So there's a big uh, ho- uh, county fairgrounds up by us in Sussex, New Jersey, and um, they were um, only allowing us to ride it on horseback at the horse show section of the fairgrounds. So we had to rent that out, the horse show section, and we had a big tent set up in the actual big riding ring. There's three main riding rings there, and there was bleachers. So our family sat in the bleachers. We had chairs <laughs> in the bleachers, and we rode in on horseback. We had a band and a DJ, and the, the guys rode into the theme from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, and That's when awesome. I came in with my maid of honor on horseback, that we played the song "She Ain't Your Ordinary Girl" by Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really a lot of fun. And like I said, both our families are Italian city people. So for them to come up into the country for the Western wedding was like dinner and a show to them. It was like the Sopranos going to the country for the country <laughs> wedding. You can just picture this, Selena. Your family. You can just picture it. Oh, I can totally yeah. picture it. <laughs> That is my Everybody's family. like, what do we wear to this? What do we wear? You know, you normally, you know, Italian weddings, everybody's all dressed up to the nines with their high heels and all that. Everybody just wear jeans and boots, sundresses. It was a beautiful, hot summer day. The day before, though, we had a hurricane the Saturday right before the wedding. Oh, no. So we couldn't set up the day before. So here we were scrambling Sunday morning to set up everything. We had hay bales for our um, altar. And oh. even the... Uh, even the judge dressed up with a cowboy hat. He really got into it too. He had a good time with it. So, so it was really a lot of fun. Aww. So, I want to get married again so, just so I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everybody was saying it was the best wedding they've ever been to. It was so untraditional, you know, and it was a lot of fun, you know. And I didn't even eat one bit. I was dancing the whole time, just talking to people. We had such a good time. And the horses after the wedding, we turned them out in another ring behind where the wedding was and everybody was going up and petting them and giving them apples and treats and they were just so, you know, excited to even see the horses because they don't get to see much of that back home, you know, right. where they're from. So that's a so treat it, for everybody. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was just a great wedding. Everybody was talking about it for weeks and calling us and telling us what a great time they had. Well, you know, Helena, we should probably say hi to Ron. I, I think he's there. Oh, gosh. Sorry, yes, Ron. forgot here. all about you. <laughs> That's all right. He's sitting here. and I'm Before sure we say to hi to, to him, before we say hi to him, would you like to wish him a happy Valentine's Day on the air? Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, we'll be going out this weekend doing something. I'm not sure yet, but... And Ross, Ron is also celebrating his 60th birthday on the 16th, Tuesday. So it'll oh, be a double happy celebration. birthday. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. Right, well, so uh, I'll, I'll put Ron on the okay. phone now. It was, hold on. It was nice talking to you. Yes, hold on. thank you, you very too. much. Hello. Hey, Ron. How are you? Great. This is Helena, and I have Glenn on with me, and we just had a lovely conversation with your new wife. You know, I have to say congratulations, because I feel like we just attended your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we knew you, we would have invited you. Well, we, we would have been there with our microphones people. in hand. <laughs> we would have. <laughs> we would have put you on a horse. <laughs> oh, please. That would have been perfect. We would have been family. We would have moved right in. <laughs> Great. 
we had a ball. It was fun. It was really fun because we both enjoy the same things, and we have the we share the passion for horses, and uh, we just want to spend the rest of our lives, um, you know, just uh, saddling up and riding out and and just enjoying ourselves, and that's so far what we're doing. Well, Did what? you ever think that when you signed up for Equestrian Cupid that you would you would meet such a wonderful woman and that, that your life would go in this direction? Uh, honestly, not really. Kind of somewhat did it on a, on a whim. You know, I was kind of sick and tired of dating women that I had to babysit on horseback, and I was a little bit more serious about what I do. So I said, let me, let me meet a girl that knows about horses and enjoys the same things. And, you know, horse people are just passionate about what they do, and they're kind of a separate breed. So, you know, I went on that particularly on that website because of that and oh gosh i don't think i was on it more than three weeks when we met something like that you know and it just has worked out it's uh what it's was, kind of amazing what was in her ad that made you want to respond to her was it was it just location or was there something else that was a spark well she had a sexy picture of herself <laughs> <laughs> there's honesty well you know you know what's Coincidentally, she only lived a few minutes from me, uh, 10 minutes right. uh, from me. And, um, you know, and also, you know, she, she responded so quickly. I was actually, uh, I'm a, I was a, a narcotic detective for many years, and I was in my office when she responded. I said, I can't talk to you right now. I'm busy. I said, let me call you on my way home from work, which was, you know, later on. And it was, and she was just so friendly on the phone. And then we, we had a common friend. Uh, all of a sudden, you know, she knew my best friend. Um, her son went to school with my best friend's son, who, where I was boarding my horses at first. Oh, wow. And we just had this common bond that was just uh, coincidental in a sense. But, you know, just would have never met her because <clears throat> we were in different groups, uh, horse groups, but because of that website we met. Well, that's great. Well, congratulations to you both. What a Thanks. story. This is a great story. We we do this Valentine's episode every year, and it's all about horse uh-huh. people and and, uh, and and the loves of their lives, uh, horses and people, and, and we, I, we couldn't have found it better. When I want to thank Equestrian Cupid for setting it up as well. Well, thank you very much, and uh, you guys have a happy, and uh, thank you for having us. Well, happy birthday, too. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you know, 29 again, and that's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, enjoy celebrating your 29th birthday and Valentine's Day all at the same time this weekend. Thank you all. Take care. All right, thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. It was nice talking to you both. You too, Rosemary. Thank you, Rosemary. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, this is Shelley from North Yarmouth, Maine. And I would like to wish my amazing husband, Gary, a very special Valentine's Day. He is the one responsible for making my horse dreams a reality. I love you. Have a good day. Glenn the Geek here, and we get many emails every week from people who really like the shows, and they ask how they can help support the Horse Radio Network. Well, you already do that by listening to the shows and by buying from all of our fantastic sponsors. And now you can add to that by supporting us directly and very easily. The next time you need something from Amazon, just go to any of our websites and click on the Amazon banner in the middle of the page. Then go on and buy your Amazon items. It won't cost you a penny more, just an extra click. But Amazon gives us a little bit back just because you clicked on the banner. Tell your family and friends to do the same thing. Every little bit helps us to keep giving you the quality equestrian programming that you have come to love. Thanks for listening. I made a special Valentine's card for a girl I like. I gave it to her in class with all the rest. I watched her open it out of the corner of my eye. She read it, then went right on to the next. I felt so broken hearted. We were over before we started. I guess she didn't like what I wrote. I spent forever on that stupid love note. It said, I'm glad you and I are friends. And I hope that never ends But I've been thinking we could be 
my best friend Christy was smiling at me. She was holding the card she wasn't supposed to be. She walked right over and got real close to me. I never really noticed it before, but her eyes were Did you like it? You know, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. thought it was cute. I it very cute and and kind of relaxing to listen to. I know, I was almost falling asleep actually there for a minute, but but no, I thought it just described what Valentine's Day is for. Yeah, it was very genuine and, and sweet. He I did like lo- it. Actually, that is a gentleman by the name of Brian Odin, and he does all he does a bunch of different songs like that. Um, he has the tomatoes song, and he just has a bunch of different funny songs like that uh, that are either cute or you know hokey or whatever. And so Brian Odin, O D E N, loved it. Well, thank you, Brian. And now we're going to get on Dr. Jen to talk a little bit about the age-old question. Do we marry a horse guy or not? Now, obviously, um, <laughs> we know what Rosemary thought. Marry the horse guy. So uh, we're gonna, we, we asked for some responses on Facebook, and, and we got a bunch of them, didn't we? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. So uh, we want to get Dr. Jen on to discuss this, so we're going to get her on right now. Well, welcome back to the Horse Radio Network, Dr. Jen. You're becoming an old habit of stable on here. I love to play with you guys. I know. We do it all the time in Horse Tip Daily. You you provide a lot of tips for us over there, and you've been on Stable Scoop before, and we just thought it was more than appropriate to have you on on Valentine's Day because you are Dr. Jen, the love doctor. That's right. I'm a soulmate coach, and there's no better time than Valentine's Day to assess the situation of your love life. And we wanted to talk about one topic in specific that always comes up, and we got an email um, from, from a, we got a number of emails, but one of the, you know, always we get emails, should I, should I date a horse guy or not? So in your, and we asked for responses on Facebook, and we had like 35 responses that we're going to read a couple of them to you here, but we wanted to ask your opinion first. What, what's your opinion on whether you should date a horse guy or not? Well, I'll give you my personal and professional opinion. Okay. But personally, I, I absolutely count myself as completely blessed to have married a guy who grew up showing Arabians. My absolute favorite days are the times that Greg and I spend all day playing with our ponies. And it's because there's something about sharing your passion with somebody that makes you feel closer to them. It actually strengthens your relationship. And so I think there's there's like no substitute for sharing something that you're passionate about with the one that you love. So I'm like a, a full-on proponent. If you can find a man who loves horses, then grab him and take him while you can. Well, there you go. I think that's pretty clear. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty clear about that because I can't even imagine, you know, what it would be like if, you know, if I didn't uh, have someone like that around me. Now, professionally, I say the same thing, only because think about how much time horse people and money horse people spend with their horses. It would, it, you know, if you pick somebody who doesn't get your passion and can't stand behind it, it can actually bankrupt your love, like emotionally and financially. It can cause so much stress and strain because of the conflict and the time that you're not spending together and the money you're spending on something that they just don't get. Have you ever seen that happen? Yes, especially with horses because they are expensive. Uh, yeah, and then and they people spend so much time with them, right? 
there could actually be jealousy, you know, like you love that horse more than you love me. I have a funny one here uh, on the list here, Helena, from Christina Holden, who says, well, it is better to date or marry one who's into horses, preferably a vet or a farrier. Talk about <laughs> reducing your bills because you both share a lifelong lifestyle and passion, but it becomes hard when training decisions should be made. However, in the long run, who could ask for anything than to have your life partner in into your life passions? But she also did that and save a lot of money having them be a veteran. <laughs> you know, I well, used to say the same thing. <laughs> I, I've seen it from both sides. I mean, I, a really good friend of mine dated our vet, and that worked out really nicely for them. But I, she would take me to the side every once in a while and say, I don't know what I could possibly, what I'm going to say or do if he ever tries to give me advice about taking care of my own horses. <laughs> well, and you know, it's funny you mentioned that because Carolyn Hatch Payne said, I thought it would be great to marry a guy who was into horses, but instead of bringing us closer, now that we have them, it is an argument constantly, however, how much I baby them. Oh. We fought just the other night because quite bitterly because he, oh, oh, you know, and she just goes on to talk about how he feels that she babies them too much and that I have seen that have you seen that too dr jen well you know what i think is funny about that is is that is that not the perfect uh sort of ground to work out your issues about child rearing before the children come Ooh. you know i mean if you oh yeah can, yeah i mean if you guys can work it out on the horses first and when the kids come you're not going to have this fight over the kids and so i think it's actually a perfect opportunity to work through the issues that that are going to be in the relationship and that are going to come up somewhere else anyways so, you know, better around horses than, you know, children. I think that's a good point. This is just highlighting issues that would come up other in any way. It just highlights them. But, but then again, I'm yeah. not the doctor. You are. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's true because, well, like, I mean, here's one. This is a nice one. And then this gal says, um, and her name's Natalie, and she writes, because of my love for horses and the love my husband has for me, I can have my horses at home. I've got 70 acres to keep them happy. It, his love for me is just one of the reasons that um, she says I, that I love him, which is, you know, it's very simple. But it's a, when your husband wants to support you, when he knows some, what makes you happy and supports those things that makes you happy, that's the foundation of a good relationship, isn't it? The yeah, desire absolutely. to want to support what makes you happy? Exactly. And so, I mean, we're not all going to be blessed to marry horse people. So the next best bet is to absolutely for certain make sure that the person that you marry can support your habit and, and feels happy seeing you happy. Because if that's the case, then the relationship can work out no matter what. And I think it definitely helps too if they are not horse people, that they have some other kind of passionate hobby that they love to do that keeps them busy while you're off with the horses. And that way you both have your separate time. And when you come together, you just you feel invigorated because you've each been doing the things that you love to do and it doesn't always have to be the same thing but if one person is at home twiddling their thumbs um, then that can cause a lot of stress I think and you know I've been a horse husband for 20 some years and I think I've lived through all stages of that because I really wasn't into the horses when we first got together and uh -huh. you know it, it's interesting too I think that what you said is very true when when I see couples that are that one like the woman or the man are into horses and the other has a, a really passionate hobby like golf or whatever it is um, they tend to get along pretty well because they can go their separate ways and then meet back again you know um, and and they have their and they tend to be supportive of each other I, it does seem to work better that way for sure yeah because you know um, when you have like separate adventures out in the world and then you bring it back home you have like new stories to talk about new things new pieces of you that have been activated and that can keep a relationship lively over time and so that definitely is a good way to go as well and and there's understanding too like um there's a we did have a, a fellow who wrote in um on facebook john says and he gives advice out to to some of the other women he said date a guy that's into horses and has his own. He will understand your need to be with your horse all the time. It's the best way to have a lasting relationship. It's it's hard to connect with somebody who doesn't understand um, something that runs so deep within you. You know, communication is such a big problem between couples. If you can't communicate well, then you're never going to understand each other. And if you don't understand each other, I, that horse thing could get in the way, I think. Yeah, and I, I, I think that ultimately kind of what, what you're um, poking at there is that it's not just a hobby. It's like, it's like someone's 
heart center and it, it becomes a lifestyle. And so if someone can't get on board with what that means to you, then it's like you're, you're just never quite connecting on the right level. And um, that, can just, that can be problematic over time. You know, I got one here, too. It's a little long, but uh, I, I think it leads right into what you just said, and, and uh, this is something... We, we, Helene and I promised to give bad advice today, because that's pretty much all we can give in the love department. <laughs> um, so she says, Denise says, but my, and, and I, I can see this be, maybe being an issue down the road. My boyfriend is not at all excited about horses, and I do not push him into trying to love horses, but he does encourage me and stands behind me when it comes to any decisions concerning my horse. He knows that horses have been a part of my life since I could say, Daddy, I want a pony. He understands and supports my love for horses enough that when the right time comes, he will buy me a farm so I can start another haven for abused horses. Uh-oh. We even go to the local tax shops together and go horsey shopping, as we call it. So I feel it, do- it doesn't really matter if the guy is into horses or not, as long as he really loves you, he will support and understand that love and hold you you know that you hold for your horse maybe i just have the best guy on earth i hope so (laughs) let's start there but do you see warning signs going up here that i've just seen in the past with you know with people i've watched yeah you know i think it's she's probably right uh in this case it sounds like um he's really standing behind her and he supports her decisions and he's willing to do things around the horses even if they're not his passion and ultimately i think that is what creates the bond in a relationship when you're sort of willing to stand behind someone and support someone even if it isn't your favorite thing and so i think she has like it sounds like green lights um there but at the same time there are often lots of red flags that people ignore and um later it comes back to haunt them so i definitely think it makes sense to pay attention to what your partner seems to think about your passions early on because if it's not going to be a good match you don't want to get too far down the road and then have a horribly hard decision to make you know and one of the things that we've seen happen i know helena you've seen this too is that it's all great and and fine and dandy until you actually own your own place and Mm. then sometimes that can change um because all of a sudden it becomes all consuming where you're maybe boarding before Mm-hmm. And when you own your own place, it's a whole different ballgame, isn't it, Lena? It's just... It, it is, and, and it depends on... But then again, if you have a relationship before you get your own place, um, it depends on what that, in my opinion, that relationship is founded on. Like, if you have um, a boyfriend or a husband who likes to work with his hands and likes to be outside and work outside and create things and fix things, then you might be okay. Then he could, that might be a nice way for him to be involved without having him to be afflicted with the horse bug. That's a good um, word. <laughs> right. But you're, you know, you're right. I've, I've seen people like go whole hog and get completely over. But again, it's, it's, I think it's just, that would be one of the people in the relationship becoming so absorbed in their own thing that they inadvertently leave out their partner. Well, you know, I got it. Uh, Dr. Dr. Jen, I got an email, too, that I thought we'd address while we were on the fo- phone with you here. It says, hi, Helene and Glenn. I have just started dating a new guy and wondered how soon should I invite him out to meet my horse. He is not into horses, and we have been dating for about a month. Thanks. Horse rider in British Columbia. Well, I would say dump him now. And apparently what we're learning today is go find a horse guy. And EquestrianCupid.com <laughs> might be a good solution. Right. I do think about uh, uh, after about a month is a great time to introduce people to anything that's in your life that's important to you and really get a good sense of what their reaction to that is. And so I'd say now is the time to your reader there. Okay. So you're saying, I'm saying dump him. You're saying now's a good time to introduce him to the horse and see what happens. And Helena's saying? Um, hmm. Yeah, Go out, go with, go for the horse guy. <laughs> dump him. All right, Alina's in the dump him category. Yeah. So there's two Sorry, out of three here gotta. that say dump him and uh, go find a horse guy. <laughs> you guys, you guys know that this week is dump your significant jerk week. It's the week before Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it is the perfect time to get out of a dead end relationship. You know, really, <laughs> I didn't know that. really, yeah. dump Think about your it. Valentine's Day is horribly depressing for singles, but there's it, it one group that it's more depressing for, and that's people who are in bad relationships. And all those, you know, sappy love commercials and things just put you square in the face of how unhappy you are in your relationship. And so it's actually the perfect time. And this happens with horses, too. You can think about when you had a horse and it's not working out, you know, you get mad at each other a lot or, or they scare the crap out of you. You know, you're just waiting to get hurt. It's the same thing. 
Now you really get to assess the relationship and decide, you know, is it worth getting hurt over or is it time to bail and keep myself safe? Don't that worry. That is such good advice. No, really, is, yeah. because <clears throat> sometimes you can't see the forest from the trees. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm a victim of this, too. You, you, you just keep going and plugging along and plugging along and thinking it's going to get better. And, I'll, you know, I'm going to sit this buck this time or I'll just lunge him before I get on him or whatever excuses you make. And you don't realize that before you know it, so much time has gone by and you're still in a dumpy, junky relationship, <laughs> either with a guy or a woman or your horse. But exactly. so how do you how do you um, how does a person step back how do you get that clarity of vision? You know, I think there's one just very simple question you can just keep asking yourself, um, and it's how do I feel when I spend time around this person or this horse? And if the answer comes back, say, you know, you look at it for two weeks or a month, and if the answer comes back more days than not, hey, I just don't feel that great, then I think you have your answer. Life is too short to just not feel that great. And people get... They get, you know, blindsided with this idea of commitment to commitment. They're so committed to making yeah. it work. But sometimes that's just not the way to go. I mean, life is too short to be committed to something that clearly isn't working. When you both could part and both the horse or your boyfriend or you, you can all be happier in a relationship that has harmony. Well, Dr. Jen, would you like to wish somebody a happy Valentine's Day? I would love to wish my horse-loving husband a happy <laughs> Valentine's Day. And, I, and there's I your answer, that. everybody. <laughs> And Dr. Jen, could you also assure Helena that it's not dump your co-host week? <laughs> Never dump your co-host. Thank you, Dr. Jen. You can come back. <laughs> Thank you very co-host. much, Dr. Jen. Hey, I'd also like to let uh, listeners know that if they're serious about finding love, they can check out MySoulmateSolution.com. That's my dating coaching website where I help singles learn to attract lasting love. And you also have another website called HappilyEverAfterRanch.com. Yes, that's where we help you have happy relationships with your horses. Well, good. Well, thank you, Dr. Jen. We really appreciate you being on, and we'll put links in our show notes to both of your sites as well. We love when you come to chat with us. It's always a pleasure. Thank right. you so much for having me. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. I need to stop you here for a minute. I, I, I have something that I, I think is going to, this, this one's going to strike a chord with a lot of people. Um, this one came in via email. Um, Wait a minute. I don't know about this one. No, no. This one came into my email. Oh. Well, this one's a bit of a cheat, she says. It happened at Christmas, not Valentine's, but you'll get the idea. I was house rich and horse poor. My family had recently purchased a beautiful piece of land in Pennsylvania, but I was horseless for the first time in my life. I'd been shopping around the area with my incredibly small stash of horse cash. You'd have a tough time buying a saddle for what I had in my pocket. My very new and pretty untrained husband was doing his best to be supportive, but a mere three minutes of horse shopping conversation would make his eyes glaze over. (laughs) Poor dear. (laughs) Well, I guess his brain was still processing, even though he had a blank stare on his face, because the horse had struck my fancy, a very sad OTTB with a heart of gold, was installed in my barn just a few days after that conversation, and a few days before Christmas, complete with a giant red bow and a sign on his door, Mr. Christmas. He was properly named just a few weeks later, right on cue. By that same non-horsey husband. Oh, wait a minute here. <laughs> and the old fella helped me earn my living for quite a few years. The horse, not the husband. <laughs> I kept the husband, and he turned out awesome. You may know him as Glenn the Geek. Wow. Happy Valentine's, dude. <laughs> well, thank you, dear. Well, I want to say a happy Valentine's Day to my wife, Jennifer, also. That was special. Yeah, I didn't know it was about me till the right on cue part, and he was a great horse, actually. And, you know, so we just said that, you know, I just said to this poor person in British Columbia, dump the boyfriend. I was not a horse person at all. So, you know, I turned into one. So that can happen, too. I think I think that both can happen. But you and Jennifer are differently afflicted. There's see, this is what's nice about you is you can find um, you can find the passion in something that you're you're not, how do I explain this without offending you? You don't have the same kind of, of affliction for horses that Jennifer does. No, that is true. But you have a passion for a part of the horse life. Right. You know, I actually love horse people. 
Yeah, yeah, you're a people. You're so a people person, right? And, and, I, and but the, but the essence of you is is full of warmth and humor and good nature, and that just goes along with the horse life. All right, I guess I'll keep you as a co-host too. We okay, thanks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I fall into the significant jerk category. I mean, I have my days. But no, but no, no, you're okay. I'll, I'll definitely keep you. Uh, let's do, now. How are we going to go from that to Uncle Jimmy? I'm not quite sure, but we do want to warn people. If you have children in the car, oh, I know. Wait, okay, I know. go ahead. <laughs> okay, you have a good transition here. If you have children, send them out of the room. Yeah, for the next yeah, five, five minutes, you probably don't want them listening to this next section. I can't, but I'm going to have to give it away. If I, okay, well, you know what? The segue's over. It's been too much time. Forget okay. it. Never mind. <laughs> Let's bring Uncle Jimmy of Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls on. I'll tell you what I was thinking at the okay. end of his interview. All right. Hey, Uncle Jimmy, welcome back to the Stable Scoop Show. Hey, Clem, I want to thank you very much for having me back. I appreciate it. Uh, i always looking forward to, to listen to you, give me your call and so forth. We always have a good time laughing. Well, you know what? You're on, you become a thing now on the Valentine's Show, and it's just because <laughs> the name of your products. And now you've become glow- And because we love him. And because we love Uncle Jimmy. He's our favorite pilot <laughs> in the whole world. And he makes good stuff. Yes. I, I, he well, should- thank Go ahead, Jim. You were talking about things, and I just wanted to let you know we have something called the Licky Thing now. And yes. it is now going all over the world. You have well, a couple you, new products, actually. You, yeah, you've been busy in the last year. You, we, you started out with Uncle Jimmy's Hanging Balls, which we all love. But you, you've added some other good things. Yes, we uh, we went into the uh, hand treat business with the Uncle Jimmy Squeezy Bun. We're the only ones that uh, uh, hand wrap the uh, treats. Uh, they're individually wrapped to keep uh, keep them fresh and keep them from molding. So you got a long shelf life. Uh, the thought of your then, your uh, buns being in- individually wrapped is just grossing me out over here, Jimmy. Or moldy. <laughs> <laughs> you had just uh, come out with those last year. And then when we talked to you last year, Valentine's Day, you were, and you've become a tradition now, you're going to be on every year of Valentine's, you were just going overseas to start trying to sell your stuff overseas. So how have, like, the French adapted to Uncle Jimmy's Hanging Balls, or do you have to change the name for the, for the French? Well, uh, no, they're still keeping the hanging balls, and i got a quick story for you. Okay. We had a lady come up, and uh, she says, Uncle Jimmy. We want your balls in my country. And uh, her name is Princess Manira from Saudi Arabia. So she's, Oh, my uh, God. And uh, she's not changing the name. She says it's universal. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> wow, they're really lighting it up over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Are they, I'm waiting. Are they buying the licky things? Yeah, they're buying it all, really? actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm actually waiting to get a call to uh, go over to the uh, the princess's uh, castle and get a cup of chicken wings and beer. You know, I yeah, think that'd yeah, be a that'd nice be your kind of place, so. Jimmy. Yeah, that's a nice <laughs> yeah, afternoon. Yeah, so. Chicken wings and a beer at the ca- at Let's the palace. Let's yeah. spread the Western culture as far <laughs> east as we can. Jimmy, well, wait no. a minute. Ahead, you know, Julia. I have to say that the the um, your website has been updated within the last year too, and I really like it. It's very easy to use. Thank you very much. This is yep. uh, this is phase one. Phase two, we want to um, bring people in and have them send pictures of their horses, and like we'll do a twenty-five word or less. Uh, tell me about your horse, and we're going to also have a doctor. Uh, Sue Wilcox, I believe her name is uh, the one we're going to use. Is uh, she's going to do a spot every month on uh, tips on horses and so forth. Well, we so, like yeah, we're we're really really going to stiff this up. Well, that's great. You know, you come a long way. We should remind everybody that you're an airline pilot as, you know, as a profession. Um, and you said you're flying international now. You still flying? No, actually, I am, but I think uh, I'm going to be getting out here very, very shortly because this is just taking up way too much of my time now. Well, this that's is, a good thing. This is the real job. Oh, yes. This is what I wanted. I've, I've had 32 years with the airlines. I think I'm done. Yeah, you know, it's time to retire and go play with your horse and your licky things. <laughs> yeah, I need to. I, <laughs> now, I want to tell you something. We now yeah. have uh, gotten into the poultry market with huh. the amazing Uncle Jimmy's Pecker Wrecker. <laughs> 
laugh if you will. <laughs> Honest to goodness. <laughs> they are being sold also. Okay, so tell us. So again, it's Uncle Jimmy's Pecker Wrecker, and what oh, exactly does it do? Just hearing you say that, do? Helena, makes my day. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what does it do? I must. I must correct you, Helena. It's the amazing Uncle Jimmy's Pecker Wrecker. <laughs> okay, so let's hear what makes it so amazing, because I'm I'm waiting with bated breath. <laughs> oh my god! Well, there are so I, many puns there. <laughs> I know. There's some yeah. setting you up. Come on. <laughs> All right, it says it's a dangling brick of chicken feed. Now, you yes. tell me the rest. What makes it so amazing? Uh, it was it developed by, actually, a doctor of poultry science. And I told him what I wanted to There's do. There's a guy you want to have a beer with, Uncle Jimmy. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but I told him what I wanted and see what it has. It has all the vitamins, minerals, calcium, uh, granite grit, and so forth. But when the chickens peck it, it's like sandpaper, and it starts to dull their beak because chickens want to always peck each other. So, hence the name Uncle Jimmy's Pecker Wrecker. Oh, look, it has a perfect That's perfect. It's a multitasking Pecker Wrecker. <laughs> my, uh, I love it. My, uh, my partner is actually at a show right now. I couldn't uh, attend because I'm um, actually flying right now. Well, not right now. I was going to say, you're flying right now? (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. We're about to land. Anyhow, but... uh, (laughs) I thought I heard the mute button going on and off. (laughs) (laughs) can see him all in the uh, back going, he's up there talking about his pecker record. All right, let's let him in. Well, that's how I uh, came up with that song. I I was bored to death, and I was flying across the United States, and I came up with my theme song that way. You know, you sit there and you stare outside, and you got to think of something. Right, what's your thing? Is that it, on here? I, it's on. Uh, it's on the uh, old one. I'm gonna oh. have to get it on here though. But uh, all right, yeah, well, I can't Glenn, let him that. finish. Let okay. him finish. Go He's got a good story. All right, go ahead. Sorry, Jimmy. I, I'm finished. I, I just uh, I wrote that while I was flying across the United States. It just oh, came so, to me. So you wrote your own theme song? Yeah. So you come yeah. up with really cool products. You write your own theme songs. You were um, you've, you've flown all your life. Tell tell me what is the best thing about the Uncle Jimmy's business, the Uncle Jimmy's brand products. The, the, what do the you best like? thing? Yeah, it is is the fact that we try to take a product that's never been out there and make it the best that it will ever be. Um, and if there is a product out there, we want to make it better. Uh, we've always tried to strive to go one step better. Also, hands down, if there is a problem, we are always there to solve it. There's no, uh, no problem about, well, you know, we'll, we'll have to take a look into this. No, if you have a problem, we give you your money back. We give you your product back. We do whatever, whatever it takes. And that's, that's something that's been lost, in, I think, in this society anymore. Is uh, customer service, oh, and this is what we have to offer. So, Jimmy, truly, your balls are really on the line, then. Oh, jeez! I had to do it. I mean, I it's such a simple that. thing, and I you're just know, hanging on to it because <laughs> you got nothing else. Like you couldn't pick licky things. Are we a pecker wrecker? Squeezy buns. Uh, yeah, squeezy buns, and uh, the new one uh, that's going over to the uh, Europe right now is the uh, sugar-free ball for the insulin-resistant horse. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, Great idea. Yeah, it's it's now we're trying to get it approved in the United States because it's uh, we use a product called Maltitol to hold it together, and that is uh, it's it's okay for people. Yep, that's a sugar substitute. Because that's the first product. Yep. Yep, that's right in your your first thing of your candy, sugar free candy. Yep. It's good for dogs and cats, but they didn't do any work on it for horses, so it's not approved yet. So, but it soon will be. It soon will be, I'm sure. Well, that's great. Well, Uncle Jimmy, it's always fun having you on. Helena, did you see the amazing Pecker Wreckers logo? Um, no. If, if did you I go mean? to the homepage and you use the little arrows to scroll through the screenshots there through the uh, little slideshow, yeah. Yeah. And, and coming soon you'll see one. And the logo is precious. All right, got to get there. I'm a, you know, that I'm was great, to... Uncle Jimmy. That logo is just fantastic. <laughs> Well, we're going to do a T-shirt on it, and I'll send it out to you guys. Oh, you have to. We need that T-shirt. Oh, yeah. You see it? <laughs> Hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. There's, check out our, 
I know I see the licky thing. I see squeezy buns. I see Uncle Jimmy's hanging go, balls. Go, go the cummies. Yes, the amazing Becker <laughs> Racker. Oh. Isn't that a great logo? Poor guy. <laughs> yes, it is a great logo. Everybody, you have to go to uncle-jimmies.com or just search for Uncle Jimmy. You'll find it. It'll be the top of the list in Google. Uh, and go to his website. Check it out. All these products are available at most tax shops now. You're out everywhere anymore. Um, yeah, these are great products with funny names. But they're really, there's a really good, good product underneath that, that Pecker Wrecker name. <laughs> You know, I, wait a minute. I just have to ask you one question. Are you okay. responsible for marketing and branding, or have you, or do you have some outside help with this? Actually, my partners and I, we sit around a round table, and we come up with the names, and then we put them on a shelf. And then when we get a product, we say, what product will fit one of these names? I love it. That's what works. That's how we run our show. Well, congratulations, well, Jimmy. Thank you. Oh, can I do one thing? Yeah. Can I say happy birthday to my lovely lady, Colleen Kelly? Well, it's oh, her sure. birthday. Yes. And also, happy Valentine's Day, sweetie. Oh, Aww, happy Bye. birthday, Colleen. That's great. Yeah, that's, that's really nice. Oh, that's... See, take a hint, all you fellas out there. <laughs> do something nice for your girl. Even Uncle Jimmy didn't forget. That's right. Yeah, well, that... I'm going to give her a couple of my balls and uh, some licky things and stuff like that. I, I got them wrapped up. She has horses, you know. <laughs> so they don't get moldy. <laughs> but I have moldy. to say, Jimmy, we had chickens, a lot of chickens all through our years, and they did. This this would have been handy because they always were going after each other. That was the biggest problem we had. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is a practical so, product. I think our next thing we're gonna we're gonna start uh, getting into the birds now, all all types of birds, and uh, go into that uh, scene. So, yeah, we're we're getting bigger and bigger. Well, so, c- congratulations, Jimmy, and we'll we, we we talk again next year. Yes, that'd be yeah. great. I enjoy it. All right, happy flying there, Jimmy. Thank you very much, and you guys have a good Valentine's Day. Thanks. Take care. All right. Bye bye. Okay, so we totally love Uncle Jimmy. And what I had started to say before his interview started was the perfect segue between my self-deprecating humor and saying I I have my moments. What I was going to say is I'm not a complete pecker wrecker. (laughs) It makes a lot more sense now. (laughs) You see why I got all excited? It was such a good one. (laughs) I could just picture you on the T-shirt with your nose all smashed. I don't say bad words like that, so it's so, it's so funny to like be able to say it legally. <laughs> I'm losing it here. <laughs> we'll be sure to listen in next week as we have the Horse Husbands episode. I have some great husbands coming on the show, too. Some... some uh, I have a, an eventer's uh, husband who's out of Canada, who's a top-name eventer, who has, he is the terrific guy. I met him in Florida when we were down there a little bit ago. And uh, we're trying to get Julie Goodnight's husband on. I hope, I hope he can do it. And we have a couple of others, and it should just be a fun show. The Horse Husbands episode is always one of the most fun of the year. And then you're coming a week back the week after that with Desperate Horsewives. Yes, yes, indeed. We're going to have all the horsewives take their revenge on what we say next week. <laughs> and you can see all the links to everything on this show at stablescoop.com. Just go to episode number, I don't know what number it was, 78, the Valentine's episode. And Helena, I want to say that this is the highlight of my week. Happy Valentine's to you. I just enjoy being with you every single week. Oh, thank you very much. And I have to say a very special happy Valentine's to my little Gracie. She's my little bubble heart girl thing. <laughs> she would be your child for anybody I know, that's totally confused. I know, it's like when confused. I think of her little face in front of my, my mind's eye, I think like bubbles and chocolate and hearts and little bunnies and flowers. And, and so happy Valentine's Day, baby. There you go. Well, thank you, Helena. This has been a trip, a, a lot of fun. We hope everybody enjoyed it. Join us again next year as we have another fantastic Valentine's episode. We look forward to it all year because it just leads into a lot of fun shows. It does. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio and Helena at Helena underscore B-E-E. We'd also like to thank Equestrian Collections for continuing to be a sponsor even after the the uh, the Uncle Jimmy segment. 
Uh, we appreciate you hanging in there. I think she sells that stuff anyway. Um, so be sure to visit us uh, and see all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Well, happy Valentine's, everybody. And until we meet again, we will be back with... The Scoop. Oh, we didn't even mess that one up this week. No, I'm not interested. Oh, you aren't? <laughs> no. Okay, so we should just go now? Please, we had plenty of fun laughing about Uncle Jimmy's stuff. All right. <laughs> we'll see you, Alina. Okay, bye. <laughs>